The warmest of greetings to you, and welcome to Happily Ever Teaching. This is the podcast to help you enthrall your learners in every subject under the sun using the best teaching method known to science: storytelling. To do this, we feature special guest educators who are passionately keen to empower your children. I am storyteller Chip Cahoon, and with me today is. Hi, I'm Helen, and I have 12 years teaching experience across reception and key stage one. Hi, I'm Toria, and I'm a year four teacher at a school on the south coast, and I'm the host of Tiny Voices Talks podcast and author of the soon-to-be-published Tiny Voices Talk book. And today we are exploring what science we can teach with a folktale from the southern United States of America. You can listen to the story by downloading our sister podcast, Fables and Fairy Tales, or search our website, epictales.co.uk, for the Tar Bunny. There you'll find a video of me telling the story that you can share with your children. And if you're an epic educator, as of 28th of October 2022, you'll also get the story as a paperback, gorgeously illustrated by artist Heather Zeta Rose, in time for you to use for Anti Bullying Week 2022. Don't worry if you've missed that, though, as you can order the book from any bookshop, including Amazon, and Epic Educators can access the ebook and full audiobook through the Epic Tales app. Right now, though, let's continue our discussion with Helen and Toria and Brer Bunny. And, oh, we're on science today. Uh, this is a story full of animals. Well, animals and food. Is there some science link there? Definitely. Both, yes. both of you are yes. nodding. Helen, do you want to start at uh, ages four to seven? Definitely. Um, yes, there are some very, very good science links with the various animals, their various body parts being stuck and um, fox trying to eat rare bunny as well so thought we could could begin looking at animals and their features Mm -hmm. there's a couple of parts in the story where this comes up so at the start rare bunny is very unkindly pointing out some of the different features that the animals have and when we were talking about pshe we were talking about turning these features instead of being unkind about them turning them to unique almost unique superpowers and Mm. i thought that would be a good opportunity to look at some adaptations that the different animals have and why they have them and how they actually are their superpowers you can look at the animals that are mentioned in the story and then fox and bunny as well to look at animal adaptations you can maybe focus on bunny when you've kind of briefly looked at the other ones and their features Mm. their shell their ears and then look at bunny and actually how he's well adapted to living as a prey animal even though he may not think of himself as a prey animal (laughs) (laughs) yeah he does so So would would you actually do this alongside the pshe activity you had the other day where they're Mm. thinking about the compliments that they could give each other or the ways that they could justify or feel proud of their unique attributes I would definitely link the two in. I definitely do them either the same day or the same week and mm-hmm. refer to them because I like to think of the amazing adaptations animals have as, as kind of their superpowers as as what yeah. makes them unique and help them to survive and thrive. Bunny's ears are going to be, I, I love bunny ears. They're, they're really useful. They're going to help him to hear um, Fox coming along. They're going to help him to hear anyone else stealing from his <laughs> Mm-hmm. vegetable patch then you can do various activities once you've done a bit of learning about this things i've done before is you can quite simply draw and label a bunny to make it link to the story more you could have the children actually drawing brer bunny but ensuring that they include all the features that brer bunny needs you could almost yeah. before you've shown them the illustrations maybe you could get them to draw a picture of brer bunny yeah but they need to include all of the adaptations that brer bunny has and um, to make sure he's definitely a bunny something else i've had children do as well 
depending on how how much time you have and how chaotic you want your classroom to be. I've had the children turn themselves into different animals, mm-hmm. including all of those adaptations. So they make themselves headdresses. They make themselves paws out of paper with claws on. They make themselves tails of whatever length the animal they're talking about has. And that way, although it's very creative and very fun, the children are showing you their learning. They're exploring their learning through having yes, to turn themselves yeah. into these animals. You can, you know, you can link to artwork and do a lovely big picture of some animals or do some sketches of animals. So lots of different ways to look at animal adaptations. <laughs> and then when you come to um, putting this display on the wall, you can use tar as your glue so that you start to explore that Definitely. aspect as well. Definitely. In fact, yes, that is another science activity I have. Oh. It's kind of more of an investigation, more of a hands-on explore, which early years were particularly fond of doing. <laughs> so in the story, there's a tar bunny. And first of all, you have to talk to children about what tar is and, you know, what it's used for. But then say, oh, what if Fox couldn't get his hands on any tar, but he still wanted a sort of a dark coloured maybe a black sticky bunny. Mm-hmm. How could he create that? And then I thought you could present the children with a variety of different delightful things, honey, syrup, blackberries, um, <laughs> anything you want. <laughs> and their challenge is to mix them and observe what happens and what the resulting substance mm. is like. Can they make a black sticky substance? They may not be able to, but that's all part of science. They may not be able to actually create something that resembles tar. Mm. But I thought that would be a great opportunity for children to just explore, just investigate and talk about what they're seeing and what they notice. And those year one, two children, particularly year two children, can write up what they've noticed, what they found out, whether they were successful, Mm -hmm. (laughs) whether they weren't, what they do different next time. So that would be fun. Make sure you do this activity on a hard, wipeable floor, um, not anywhere near a carpet. Um, wrap your children up in um, aprons <laughs> mm-hmm. and ask the school cleaners to forgive you for the mess in the states. <laughs> and finally, going back to animal discussions, I thought it would be a good question to ask the children. Why does Fox want to eat bunny? Ah. Bunny wants to eat vegetables. Fox wants to eat bunny. Why is this good introduction mm. to carnivores and herbivores and omnivores and even, you know, little food chains if you if you want to go that far? And then, you know, can link back to the animal adaptations again because you can look at Fox and what makes him such a good carnivore <laughs> in terms of his mm-hmm. teeth and his, yes. and his ears to hear the prey. Yes, so I thought lots of opportunities for animal learning in this story. Fantastic. Thank you. And then how about for ages 7 to 11, Toria? Well, mine very much links on from what Helen was just saying about the food chains, because it's very much, Mm -hmm. this lends itself really well to food chains and looking at predators and prey. The simplistic approach of looking at a simple food chain, but then actually, if you link it back to bullying, you know, are predators bullies? Mm -hmm. And are there any predators that are prey? The answer is yes, there are. And actually looking Mm -hmm. at the many animals that are not just predators, but prey, linking into that, are there any bullies that are bullied? This whole sort of thing about actually, it's again, Mm. not black and white, not simplistic. I found with my year four class that we did quite complex food chains because, you know, you can really develop them on so that actually you're not just doing a very simplistic one, which is fox eats bunny, bunny eats grass. But actually, mm-hmm. you're doing something that's much, much more complicated. And I think you can really develop that outwards. That is mm. perfect for this. 
And as Helen said, you can look at animals and so on. You can look at habitats, adaptations. Yeah. And in a sense, linking back to Brer Bunny and the way Brer Bunny adapts the, his character traits, actually, how have rabbits adapted their bodies to survive? <laughs> and are Arctic rabbits the same as rabbits that live in England? Yeah, Do they look yeah. exactly the same? How are they surviving? Arctic foxes, the British mm. fox. So you could actually do a really nice comparison between those animals and looking at how they have adapted in order to survive. And you could do food yes. chains for Arctic animals and food chains for British animals, in a sense, you know. Yeah, I, I certainly like the idea of looking at that from a character trait point mm. of view, because I do sometimes wonder whether the character of Br'er Rabbit would have come about if the um, same Afro-Americans who ended up in the southern United States had ended up in Britain, because our rabbits are nowhere near as clever and cunning. Mm. <laughs> and you see them at the side of the road, sometimes making beelines for cars. American rabbits yeah. and foxes, British rabbits and foxes and arctic rabbits and foxes and have a look yes. at all mm -hmm. you know all of them because yeah. ours are just not the brightest <laughs> <laughs> very much changed the canon of stories <laughs> that's all we have time for in this episode folks and indeed this week if you'd like to talk to us about anything you've heard in this podcast or if there's a subject you are soon to teach that you'd like us to cover you can find us on social media using at teach happily or leave us a review using your favourite podcast app. Please also share this podcast with your colleagues and help us start a story-led revolution in classrooms around the world so children everywhere can learn in a way that's effective, memorable and enjoyable all at the same time. We'll be back next week so Brer Bunny can help us plan lessons in history, geography, physical education, design and technology, music and art. Right now, though, it only remains for us to say cheerio and we hope to hear your story soon. So, cheerio! cheerio. And, and we, we hope, hope to hear, hear your story, story soon! soon.